federal government abandoned their post. They abandoned their position. They abandoned the, the prospect of the nation. So what you have here is a republic versus an incorporated nation. The incorporated nation is dissolved or dissolving. The republic stands because it's made up of sovereigns who, who mark out their territory with a flag and they say, this is ours and we're defending it. That's how you make a sovereign. This is unbelievably exciting. Guys, thanks so much for being here. That was attorney Todd Callender with a blockbuster report about the line drawn in Texas sand. We've got a lot to cover in this one. God bless you and thanks for tuning in. Before we start, just a quick word about our sponsor. The markets are all over the place and nobody's quite sure what to do. What are you doing to make sure your money is safe? Precious metals, gold and silver, have seen us through wars, depressions, and natural disasters for thousands of years. Now, always do your own diligence as there is no guarantee in any investment of any kind, but gold and silver might just be the answer right now. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today and claim your free three ounce silver American virtue coin. Yes, free. Call 877-646-5347 right now and safeguard your financial future against market volatility. That's noblegoldinvestments.com. The link is below. Hey friends, welcome back. Thank you so very much for tuning in. It's Sean from SGT Report. Guys, we have some incredibly good news in my opinion, although a lot of people are saying it's going to bring us to the brink of civil war. And I wanted to talk about it with attorney Todd Callender. The line in the sand in Texas, a constitutional crisis. We will start there today and then a lot of other news to dig into. Attorney Todd Callender is back. How are you, sir? Wonderful. Thanks for having me. This beautiful day. I'm happy to be here with you. So happy to have you, and uh, thanks for jumping on on short notice. We were scheduled to record this tomorrow. You agreed to come on today, and I really appreciate that because Texas Governor Greg Abbott issued a statement defying the Supreme Court. The invasion response, quote, supersedes any federal statutes to the contrary because the federal government has broken the compact between the United States and the states. And he went on to say, I have already declared an invasion under Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3 to invoke Texas's constitutional authority to defend and protect itself. That authority is the supreme law of the land and supersedes any federal statutes to the contrary. And uh, our friend Ann Vandersteel is saying, red alert, 14 states are uniting to support Texas against the runaway criminal, lawless Biden regime. I'm coming back to you, Todd. And uh, in that statement from Governor Abbott, he did yeah. call the president a lawless president. This is a gigantic development. And I frankly didn't see this coming. What do you say? Boy, I didn't I didn't know he had it in him, <laughs> to be frank with you, because most of the time it, it, this is pantomime. It, you know, one guy calls the other guy. Here's how we're going to make it work and play and we'll fool everybody into it. And I got to tell you, I am pleasantly surprised. I'm pleasantly shocked that this is actually the turn of events. And how cool is this? Because it's it's a sovereign filling that that vacuum left behind when Biden, uh, Oberdor, and Trudeau said, "We hereby declare the North American area." As I mentioned before, that is the dissolution of our republic. That was what, and he did it by executive order. And who complained? Anybody in the judiciary? Anybody in the legislature? No, nobody said a freaking word 
Well, you know what? Governor Abbott just did. And 14 states behind him said, no, no, no. We will fill that vacuum. Sovereignty shall reign. And they're absolutely right. You know, the state constitutions um, precede the federal constitution. The states existed before we had a nation. And the 10th Amendment is dependent. The federal government is made of the states because the states combined are what comprise our government. This is unbelievable. It's brilliant. It's exciting. And this, by the way, is the, the, the taking back of our planet. This is the reckoning. This is the no more. We're not doing this again. Beautiful. All right. Well, I want to hear the statement, uh, at least in part from Governor Abbott. And I'll amend one thing I said. I think the number is now closer to 24 states backing Texas. At any rate, the number is higher than 14. So here's Greg Abbott in his own words. All together, counting Texas, we have 15 governors and 15 states from the United States that are deploying personnel to secure the border. All together, If you add in the other states that are supporting this mission, 25 governors in 25 states, half of the states of the United States of America are banding together to step up and secure a border that President Biden has abandoned. That President Biden has abandoned. All right, let me ask your thoughts on this, because uh, the knee-jerk reaction right away on BitChute from some in the alt-media was, oh, this is exactly what they want. The feds want a civil war. This is exactly what they want. And I don't agree. And I'll cite a case, a reason for not agreeing. Remember the standoff at Bundy Ranch? That was about as close as this nation came to a civil war in the last three decades. Really far closer to civil war there than over uh, the insurrection on January Ah, 6th. So Bundy Ranch BLM stood down because patriots stood up. I kind of see parallels here, Todd. There are parallels here. There's also something to to, to show is different in this regard, um, because it, this is two sovereigns um, that theoretically are having this discussion. But the reality is one of them, the, the nation, the United States of America incorporated, has abandoned its claim. When they made the Declaration of North America, when they welded open the borders, when none of, none of the people in the cabinet, not one of them has an oath. To our, to an oath of office to our nation, none of them. That's abandonment. And that created the vacuum. And now you got the governor and all these other ones that are stepping in, filling that void. This is back to the origins of our nation. A constitutional convention is really at hand here, or continental convention, as the case may be. Um, this is fascinating stuff. And why is it different? Because the players here are operating under color of law. So, one other fascinating thing you'll see about this, and that is that that uh, the governor has deployed his state guard, not National Guard. How is that? Because during such a time as the declaration he made, they are not National Guard, they are State Guard. You might remember um, that the governor from Florida, Mr. DeSantis, actually made his troops the State Guard. He effectively revoked the ability to turn them into National Guard. Um, and, and, And this is exactly what the governor just did by this declaration. That Texas is sovereign all by itself, irrespective, uh, and they're going to enforce their laws. This is a big, big deal. And my God, did we need this to happen? And so I just want to make sure people understand this. The federal government abandoned their post. They abandoned their position. They abandoned the, the prospect of the nation. So what you have here is a republic versus an incorporated nation. The incorporated nation is dissolved or dissolving the Republic stands because it's made up of sovereigns who who mark out their tor- territory with a flag and they say, this is ours and we're defending it. 
That's how you make a sovereign. This is unbelievably exciting. Well, Todd, let me ask you this, because this is a constitutional crisis, but we the people and Texas is on the right side of the law. But the reason I bring up the constitutional crisis question is you have a Texas governor looking to a corrupt Supreme Court, because I would say there must be blackmail on John Roberts and Coney Barrett. In my view, I don't understand how this ruling could possibly take place. And my understanding is they didn't provide a reason for their ruling. But beyond that, we've got a Texas governor essentially disobeying the U.S. Supreme Court, which doesn't that then open the door for blue states to still take Trump off the ballot if the Supreme Court rules in favor of Trump saying that they can't do that? I mean, the point point being, we're kind of in a constitutional crisis one way or the other, aren't we? Well, we we are. But it goes back to this. Why do nations happen in the first place? How does a sovereign happen? And it's a group of people who mark out a territory who say we're going to jointly exploit these resources. We're going to jointly defend them. And then comes the form of the government. And, And that's the states preceded the nation. And so you're right in so much as you might find some blue states that take that position. But those states are comprised of people. And those people are the very ones who are already demonstrating New Hampshire, Iowa, other states are saying overwhelmingly, we want this man named Trump. So what they really um, should be worried about is what happened in Romania, that that if, if a governor of a blue state thinks they're going to unwind this, that they're going to deploy their state guard or national guard, um, I can guarantee you that's not going to happen because the people have woken up. Governments are comprised of people and those people have made a decision. That's why I think last time we talked, I said, you know, whether there's an election or not, it doesn't matter. People are going to show up with their piece of paper to demonstrate we want Mr. Trump. Um, and that is a huge part of this. It's a gigantic part of this because people are starting to recognize the fact that there are two Americas, right? One That's for U.S. Right. citizens, which is heavily regulated and monitored, and the other for illegals, which is wide open. And, you know, free goodies for these people. What is the regulated monitored border? Well, try getting on an airplane in this country without (laughs) the PSA crawling up your butt. But if you're an illegal, come on over. We'll give you free goodies. And uh, let me just play this for you, because, uh, you know, the true crime shows could even be Dateline NBC. You've got a murder suspect being interrogated by two detectives, Todd, and in a closed room. And the murder suspect thinks they're smarter than the cops, but the cops know the truth. The cops have the evidence. The cops know about the stolen election, the rigged election. The cops know about the Jan 6 insurrection, which was made to happen. The cops know about all the video that was hidden by the Jan 6 committee. The cops, the detectives, they know (laughs) all of that. But this idiot thinks they don't. So here's her narrative on the truth. (laughs) November of, of, of 2024, binary. And on the other side, You've got someone who has said that if he were back in office, he would weaponize the Department of Justice. Someone who has openly applauded insurrectionists as patriots. (laughs) Someone who has said that they will go after their political enemies and, and applauds dictators, indicating that he would be one. You know, I was so surprised, Todd, to hear her talking about George Soros that way. No, she's, <laughs> she's talking about Trump and the detectives in that interrogation room. They know she's lying at every step. Yeah. I mean, that's how I look at this at this point. Gaslighting right. is all they have. 
It is. They can't put the genie back in the bottle, right? They they just went too far. It's obvious. And and again, I credit Mr. Trump with one thing in particular, and that is that his existence alone for four years so screwed up their playbook that they don't know what to do. They can't they can't adapt or adjust. So they're going with the same storyline. And now it looks absurd because everybody's got different facts and they're trying to reconcile them. And the further they go down this road, the more absurd it looks. And it's helping. It's helping tremendously. So I hope she just keeps running her mouth. All it's doing is helping people understand things. It's beautiful. <laughs> she's she's a piece of work. Uh, they must be so glad they chose her as VP. She's doing a great job. All right. So what people might not understand is about a year ago, you provided testimony to the Croatian parliament about vaccine yeah. slavery and involuntary transhumanism where chattel property rights were created in all people who took the COVID-19 mRNA and adenovirus DNA vaccines. You know, I'd forgotten about the DNA vaccines, adenovirus DNA vaccines. You might want to tell us about that, but uh, you also sent me a document. I want to remind people of this, the slippery slope into big pharma tyranny, IRB waiver. This is dated 2017 guys, IRB waiver of alteration of informed consent for clinical investigations involving no more than minimal risk to human subjects. This was their attempt to give themselves a pass on, uh-huh. on informed yes. consent, Todd? Yes, that's exactly right. In fact, the the, the funny part about this, and, and I know because we litigated this issue, my law partner, Dave Wilson, actually made this point to the Tenth Circuit in our oral, oral arguments, which is that it was an impossibility that Comirnaty was ever approved by the FDA because the, the day that they theoretically approved this thing, they revoked its marketing. Why? because you can't get the final approval for any drug until it's been through the institutional review process, the institutional review board. That's what this is. The IRB is designed to look after the people that could be injured by it. And in the case of Pfizer and Moderna in particular, um, neither had even started their IRB process. They were years and years away from ever doing it. And to this day, there is no Comirnaty um, licensed by the FDA. That's It's all a facade. It's all a joke. And so you see the lineup, you see the pretext here. As far back as 2017, which is the same year the World Bank was financing COVID-19 test kits, the PCR test kits for a disease that wasn't needed COVID-19 until March of 2020. So they were setting everybody up that there weren't going to be any informed consent requirements. And the reality is the fix was already in. Why? Because biologics, gene modification, what they call gene therapy, is separately regulated. The FDA doesn't regulate that. It doesn't go through the investigative new drug process. It goes through the health and human services process, which is different. And effectively, it's non-existent. The the informed consent rules are effectively non-existent. How and why do we know this? Because there is a special memorandum issued by the Attorney General of the United States to one Mr. Donald Rumsfeld in 2005, whereby the military started doing genetic engineering super soldier program on our troops. And the memo says, well, if they know or could know about it, that's good enough, right? All all this whole idea about these are the risks and you should know this and we're modifying your genes and all that, out the window, it's gone. And so this is really just the, the pretext, the prelude to what it is they had already done. And what does that show motive, means, opportunity, and the crime itself, this, this is is the same as as genocide, murder, democide. All of the legal pieces are there. And, and I have to say, I, I'm deeply concerned about what I see 
um, is a setup for a straw man so that the, the real guys, the real bad guys in the background think they're going to walk. Can you remind people what the adenovirus DNA vaccines are? Yeah, so it's another vector to do the same thing. So you might remember the, these shots all had um, lipid nanoparticles, little bombers covered in fat that slip inside of a nucleus and they spill their contents to effectuate the gene modification. So there were really four players in this marketplace. You had Pfizer, Moderna, and they used what they called messenger RNA. In reality, it was synthetic RNA, right? Genetically modified synthetic RNA. And then you had two other players, Johnson & Johnson and AstraZeneca. AstraZeneca sold throughout Europe and the rest of the world. They didn't sell in the United States. So a lot of Americans don't know about it, but they both use adenovirus as a means by which they would effectuate the same thing. And they piggyback synthetic DNA instead of synthetic RNA inside of those little bombers. And, um, and we really discovered this because as part of our evidence, we came upon something called the, compend the Compendium of Gene Modification. And it's a two-part series. It's about, yay, think like a Sears Roebuck catalog. And you can flip through it. They have six different ways that they can deliver your genetic modification into a human subject. Um, and it's all for sale. You just have to tell them what you want, what kind of nasty pathogens you want in your little bomber, and they'll make sure that that gets inside of the, the targets, the victims, as I like to call them. So all of this they've been working on for decades. It was all set up, um, all very secret, and you just get glimpses into how much they prepared when you find out Operation Warp Speed. That's, that's a DOD program. They actually started it in 2016. The year Mr. Trump was elected, they had started it irrespective of Mr. Trump. I doubt he even knew it existed. Um, all of this was their playbook. And that's when those four years that Mr. Trump spent caused so much chaos. <laughs> Adenovirus, RNA, it doesn't matter. They, they do the exact same thing and they, they, they cut their concentration risk by having two manufacturers using two different means of delivering the very same types of pathogens. Hey, friends, apologies for the quick break and a word from our sponsor. I'm Andy Stewart here to tell you about Get More Tank. Get More Tank saves me $150 every month on gas. Get More Tank is a tablet with active ingredients that adds big mileage to every tank. I used to fill up our two cars every week. Not anymore. I'm getting about 50 miles more on every tank. Made in America, this formula is used by trucking companies and heavy industry. Now we're bringing it to you. Get More Tank works in any gas or diesel engine, cleans your engine, lowers emissions, and I can feel improved engine performance every time I step on the gas. I use Get More Tank on my stalling leaf blower and boom, it works like new. Get More Tank works for cars, trucks, boats, motorcycles, four-wheelers, mowers, and blowers. Hey, if you got an engine, then Get More Tank. A five-pack on sale only at GetMoreTank.com for just $22.22 plus shipping. Use promo code SGT. Get 10% off. Save your money. Save your engine. Save the earth at GetMoreTank.com. EPA registered. Doesn't void warranties results vary it's just so dastardly in, it is uh, dastardly evil it's yeah. evil beyond conception but bill gates wants to heal the planet with vaccines he just cares so much about the people especially those africans he just loves the african children uh in the indian <laughs> children uh so yeah here's the uh, parliamentary hearing in croatia where todd presented the information and uh you know <laughs> And it strikes me that uh, we don't have more hearings, such hearings as that in uh, the United States. Yeah. But Security 2040, brain-computer interfaces, U.S. military applications and implications. Do you want to talk a little bit about this? We touched on this last time uh, about uh, bio area networks and uh, yes. 
What's that gal's name who works on that? Sabrina the Wireless. Sabrina is one of them. Uh, Hope and Tavon also in that space. I think they collaborate together. Uh, yeah, wireless body area networks. And, and again, we um, we'd found all of the documentation. These are scientific papers. They're peer reviewed. They're published. You can find them for yourself. Type in wireless body area network. And what you'll come to find is uh, eventually you get to what we came to find. Lisa dug up that our government created the SARS-CoV-1 um, pathogen all the way back in 2003, and they patented it. And when you read through the, the summary of the patent, it says it's effectively a software installation. The idea is that this thing will create an enhancement of the ability to detect and, and gather information from a person's wireless body area network. Um, SARS-CoV-2, our government also owns that. Um, same thing, software installation, access to biorhythms, access to um, the electronic signals that our bodies put out, um, low energy output, as they call it. And then you find the spike protein. Our government also owns that one. What does it do? It's a means of delivering the software upgrades. If you could imagine that. So the, and, and what were the shots? The hardware installation, right? The actual chips. You hear Elon Musk saying, yeah, we're going to have to install chips in people's brains. Hogwash. They've already done it. That's what the shots were for. Those were the hardware installations. And so the, the weird part about this is that when you finally understand all the different pieces to the puzzle, it's like, you got to be kidding me. What they've done is effectively turn people into computers, self-powered computers that they can access and use for themselves. How is that any different from what Bill Gates did? It's not. So what did they do? They put three different HIV proteins into the shots to eradicate people's natural biological defenses to pathogens. And they replaced killer T cells with B cells. That's actually computer programs. And so they made antiviral software for computers and they installed those in the people with that hardware installation. Um, and now what do you see exploding cancer rates? Why? Because the killer T cells are what control cancer. But the, the, the people behind this don't care. All they want is their, their matrix style cloud computing nodes, and power output. And that's what they've done. Again, if people haven't seen this, you think I'm joking. First and foremost, look up the Bill Gates patent. It's um, 060606 issued in 2020, World Patent Office. Um, and it says, we're going to turn people into cloud computing nodes, battery power sources. Um, lo and behold, go to inpersona.com right now, today. And you too can start using your biorhythms to mine cryptocurrency exactly as Bill Gates and Microsoft had patented as being their property, right? All of this has fit together. All of this was done with our tax dollars. You've got CDC, FDA, and other gangsters in this public-private partnership that are receiving royalties. For what? For harnessing you as a new slave species. So whether you got, and I think this is the question you're getting, whether you got an mRNA shot, or an adenovirus shot. So adenovirus being Johnson & Johnson and AstraZeneca. The law is still the same. If you were genetically modified, if you were genetically manipulated into a synthetic product, the purpose of gene modification, you're owned by the patent holders. And they are using you. And they are going to use your biorhythms. And they're going to use you as a power source and a cloud computing node because they already are. That's already in place. And when you look up the wireless body area network, you can type into that search function um, about using people as power sources. Lo and behold, they're doing it right now. It's already done. It's already out there. Peer-reviewed papers, scientific. And you wonder why everybody's so tired. You wonder why there are 14 two-inch 
thick cables, um, copper cables going into the wireless app apparatus, the wireless arrays, um, 5G towers and mass. You wonder why everybody was locked down for two, three years, um, except for the essential workers that were installing these things. Mm -hmm. um, the, the matrix is here, Sean. Mm -hmm. We're in an open air matrix prison right now. Mm -hmm. So the bioweapons masquerading as vaccines were essentially software, which was downloaded into human beings without their consent. And the hardware to me, a lot like transhumanism. But there's at right. least one researcher out there taking shots at people saying, oh, that's impossible. Transhumanism is not even possible. Oh. Uh, well, <laughs> I don't know. Take a look at the patents, folks. And uh, one more document that Todd sent me, I think you're going to find very telling cumulative. By the way, Todd, this sounds like it was written by an attorney. Cumulative analysis of post-authorization adverse event reports of PF07, you guys get the idea, received through 28 February 2021. All right, we're going to jump to the chase. You guys want to yeah. see the truth in a 38-page document about potential adverse reactions? Let's just zip down to page 29, shall we? The Appendix 1 list of adverse events of special interest. Yeah. Take Otherwise known as side effects. Yeah. Just take That's your time they are, read effects. these guys. It's all been alphabetized for your reading pleasure. About nine pages. 1,291 <laughs> is the count. And there's 1,291 <laughs> side effects. That 1,291 diseases that the test subjects went home with before they showed up for the test. The worst part um, it is a couple of things. First, this was 44,000 service members and their families, little kids, pregnant women, an 82% spontaneous abortion rate caused by these shots. That's one of the side effects that's in there. One third of those new diseases those people didn't go to the trial with were genetic diseases, genetic modification, genetic defect diseases. Um, and I think the worst part of this is, according to our expert witnesses, these are military people trained in what they call seaburn, chemical, biological, radiological, nuclear weapons at Fort Detrick. It would have taken years to prepare the test to know if somebody had these diseases because they're so unusual. Like two thirds of those doctors we know have never seen them in their practice. One third of those they've never even heard of. Um, we're just now on the on the the very brink of the age of genetic modification. One third of those are genetic defects. So the the military who launched this, who tested on their own, by the way, must have taken years to prepare the test to know. So the, what this was, the 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 test at C four five nine one thousand one. Look it up for yourself. This was a test of a weapons platform. They did a weapon installation, a biological, chemical weapon installation, and radiological because there's uh, cesium-137 in it. This is C-burn. Um, they did a test on 44,000 people, including kids, pregnant women. And that's the result of it. 1,291 side effects, new diseases. And by the way, that's missing the, 21, the 20 that they knew were in advance, right? Including death, myocarditis, pericarditis, strokes thrombosis, those they knew about, right? But these are the ones that were, they were surprised to find, or maybe not surprised because they set the test up to do this. This is the worst kind of Nuremberg violations, the worst kind of, of egregious behavior that all of humanity agreed was universally repugnant, such that we wrote conventions, the International um, Convention on Human Rights, Article 7 says you can't experiment on people. Um, the International Convention on Civil and Political Rights, you, Article 7, again, you can't experiment on people. 
And then, of course, the Nuremberg Codex itself. All of that went out the window. And what did you start this whole podcast with? The, the Institutional Review Board is going to do away with informed consent. What does that mean? That means that your human rights are no more. Those human rights were ensconced in the international treaty, meaning the whole world found those to be rights given by God, and they were revoked. You have no rights. If And, and we've graduated now, Sean. That we're now into the war on viruses. We're going to do a symposium coming up in the next couple of weeks where a lot of doctors, learning people are saying there aren't any viruses. Why is that important? Because... Governments around this world have declared a war on viruses, and they can make the allegation that everybody has a virus in them. And for that reason, they have given to themselves the authority to eradicate viruses. So sorry if that virus happens to be in you when we eradicate it. In other words, they've given themselves the ability, the legal ability to eradicate us. We are the virus. And we are the product, right? Because death is a great business if you make the weapons of war or bioweapons sold as vaccines, because look at this market they've created for themselves with this bioweapon. Now they've invested $43 billion in Seagen, a company that evidently has a promising cancer product, but my understanding is they've never had an approved product for this. But anyway, $43 billion bet by Pfizer because they think cancer's about to explode, which it, <laughs> which it is, turbo cancer. Right? right. Dr. William Mackis reporting about it all day long over on Twitter, Todd. Well, we just talked about it. They destroyed the killer T cells. Three separate HIV proteins, AD5, the PP14, the GP120, were in all four of those major manufacturers of the shots. They purposely killed their immune system. And, and it's it's weird how it goes. If you got one shot, about a third of your immunity is gone. Two shots, another third. Three shots, you have no more immunity. And this is where the turbo cancer comes in. If your T cells are gone, the cancer explodes. And that's why you're seeing this. And and um, and then they wonder, they, they, they make a bet that the, the cancer is going to explode. They freaking knew because they planned it. Yeah, they planned it as far back at least as far back as that lockstep document from Rockefeller, ah, Rockefeller Foundation. Is that circa 2011 or 13? I forget, but uh, more than 10 years ago. 2011. And in, in 1980, Maurice Hillman, the, the father of vaccinology working for Merck, is on video laughing. Um, and I have it and I'll share it with you laughing about how he's giving all the Russian athletes cancer with his SB40 gene that he's putting into the MMR shots. So everybody that got the MMR shots from 1980 has already been given cancer thanks to that guy. And he thinks it's funny. That's how long we've been poisoned. And, and what does it make sense? Think about this. 1994, the world's governments did get together in Cairo, Egypt. They said 7 billion people got to go. How are we going to do that? We don't want them to live too long. Um, and by the way, we don't want them to reproduce. Well, just give them vaccines. Bill Gates said it himself. If we do a really good job in vaccines... You know, we can do healthcare. We can we can do family planning, and we can get that number down to zero. They're telling us to our faces what they're doing. They're making people sterile. They're giving people cancer with these time delayed diseases. Um, and then we wonder why it is they're so anxious to get shots in our arm. They'll give us a freaking Krispy Kreme to go get a shot. How stupid do we have to be? Oh, and now by the way. The CDC's recommended vaccines for the child, right? Every state requires them. Well, if you want to make sure that everybody gets sick and you could charge them you know, for treatment of their cancer, if you want to make sure everybody didn't live past 76, hmm, who has it said that? 
if you want to make sure that you could get rid of 7 billion people and that they would effectively commit suicide, how would you do that? We're living it. This is, this is it. Wake up, smell the coffee. You are in it. You are in the depopulation program right now. Yeah. And the person who said that you shouldn't live past age uh-huh. 76 was Ezekiel Emmanuel, the brother of Rahm Emanuel, the former. Yeah. <laughs> follow the bloodlines, guys. The That's brother right. of Ezekiel Emmanuel. Follow the bloodlines. OK, one last thing. You sent me this document, which I've seen before, and I've discussed this uh, at length with our friend Deborah Tavares right here. And uh, yeah. that's her website, StopTheCrime.net. So for anybody, including any researchers who say uh, transhumanism is not possible, God <laughs> not allow for that. Well, here it know, is. These people want to topple there God. Stop there. They're at it's war with God. Back. And this document is something everybody should uh, know exists. That, that says it all. The bots, the Borgs, and the humans. Those are different things, right? Who And who are the Borgs? Oh, those are the vaccinated people. What year is that? 2025. Hey, that's next year. I mean, please look through this, people. I beg you to look through this because they lay it all out. This was written, pardon me, in 2001 by NASA and Langley. Langley is the CIA. And they have this joint, they have a partnership. How about that? A joint agreement where they can do uh, modeling and exploration and they do it through other transaction authority. Lo and behold, what does that mean? That means they don't have to get congressional approval. It means it's like they can do all this behind the scenes. And how did they produce all those COVID shots? It was a military operation and they did it through other transaction authorities. So none of it would appear anywhere. These are secret contracts. These are secret programs. And this is what DARPA uses to do it. And they do it through partnerships. Who had the partnership? Oh, HHS and the DOD had a secret partnership. What was that partnership? To make bioweapons called the shots. That's what it was. And when you look at Pfizer, you look at Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, those companies were simply engaged by our government, by the Department of Defense, to make these bioweapons. And then the DOD deployed them, right? All those shots were being flown around the world, not just the United States, in C-5 galaxies, military aircraft were delivering those. It wasn't FedEx. Why? Because if you were going to kill 7 billion people per the 1994 Cairo population accords, wouldn't you make that a military operation? How else could you be so efficient? The biggest, most lethal killing machine the world has ever known, the U.S. Department of Defense. And guess what? It's what I testified to the Croatian parliament about. The, the public health responsibility is now a DOD function. It was moved under the Defense Health Agency that 6,000 uniformed medical people, um, one of whom is our whistleblower, uh, Lieutenant Mark Bashaw, he's one of them. Um, it's a DOD responsibility. And uh, Tedros Adnan, the director of the World Health Organization right now, is screaming at the top of his lungs, no, the international health regulations, the amendments don't say this. They do say this, that... Um, He's now in charge of our DOD when the the magic words, public health emergency of international concern, six magic words, when those are uttered by him, our military, the U.S. DOD, is is his thuggery. He -hmm. can deploy them because we granted him that authority in the National Defense Authorization Act from 2019 to 2023. That is the testimony I provided um, the Croatian parliament. I laid it all out with all the documents that go with it. And why did I do that? Because every government in the world followed the same model, that the, the, the only final exclusion, the only safeguard to your human rights was eliminated 
by virtue of public health. It's written into everybody's laws. Your rights are extinguished upon a public health emergency. Talk about planning. I mean, it, it took not less than 50 years to get this in, in, in law across the United States. And there it sits. And now they're denying it. Uh, your buddy, James Rogowski, I've got to love him. Um, you know, the, the, he's right. The World Health Organization is falling apart. Now that countries are understanding this, now that they finally get that they were fooled into this, they're backing out. So this is the beauty. And I think that's part of what goes with the, the beginning of this, Sean, is that you, you see Governor Abbott, people are finally getting and saying, no, you know, it took one to stand. Governor Abbott, he's doing it. He's the one. What happened? 20 something states fell in behind him. Mm-hmm. Takes one. Yeah. And uh, that's why I wanted to wrap it up because, you know, you're an attorney. We've got a gift here to uh, process this in real time. I want to play this soundbite, you know, about Texas and its right to defend and protect itself. And, uh, you know, Abbott pledging to hold the line. What's good news about all of this is the very fact that if Tedros does try to usurp national sovereignty, I think what we're seeing in Texas right now with this border situation is akin to what we might see in a case like that. See, again, yeah. The founders set us up in a way where we, the people, still stand a chance in this country, unlike what's going on in the EU, where bureaucrats in Brussels run the show in so many of those countries, including Ireland at this point. Listen to this. What Texas is doing is just very simple, and, and, and that is because the Biden administration has really, truly abdicated its responsibility to secure the border and enforce the laws. Texas, very simply, is securing the border. And so we put up the razor wire that you were talking about, Bill, and uh, we put up all these barricades that actually have denied illegal entry. Uh, and as you pointed out also in that screen, that there are criminals coming across our border. Texas has a right as a state to stop criminals from coming into our state, to make arrests of those criminals. Uh, and we have National Guard, as well as Texas Department of Public Safety officers who are there to make those arrests and to deny illegal entry. And Joe Biden actually does have an option here. Joe Biden's option is to enforce the laws of the United States and stop this illegal entry. All right, Todd, I'm coming back to you. Did you ever think we would get to this point in our nation where the sitting U.S. president, and by the way, we know he's a puppet. He didn't get 81 million votes. There was a coup. But the guy who says he's president is allowing this to happen and ordering a state to take down the borders to let a flood of military-aged men flow across? Like, this is just pure insanity. I can't believe we're here. What are the optics, the optics of these people? Do they not process this information and understand how the American people are receiving it? Because we're rapidly hitting a tipping point, Todd. Oh, I think we hit it. No, we're already there. We're on the other side of this. The tide has changed. This is it. We're coming for you. You know, the the military guys who who wrote out that to the National uh, National Security Council, the Joint Chiefs of Staff, we're coming for you. Well, this is um, Governor Abbott. He's proven the the point. And he has the lawful authority to do this also with his own law enforcement powers to the point where if he found Biden and all these other guys inside of his state, he could level the charges that are appropriate, that war crimes happen, particularly biological weapons war crimes. That's universal jurisdiction, and presidents are not immune to that, by the way. Um, it's one of the very few things that, that you can actually hold a leader of a nation um, culpable for these kinds of things. And so, you know, this is a big, big deal. Um, and, and I just, I pray to God, the people with the badges and the guns and the guys wearing uniform, 
understand what that oath to the Constitution means, foreign and domestic. What the governor said in, in a roundabout way is that Mr. Biden is, a, is an enemy, that he, he is a seditionist and that he is destroying our nation. And for that reason, we are not going to listen to what it is that he has to say. And he said the words of abdication. What he really meant was that, that he abandoned it. And by the way, um, he had other reasons to declare this, by the way. Weapons of mass destruction were already coming across his border. He had the authority the whole time. What are those? Fentanyl. It takes a, a pound of fentanyl. You stick it in a, in a city's water supply. The whole city's dead. They catch fentanyl coming across that border all day, every day. So he's always had the right. I don't know what changed in his mind, what that tipping point was, but we've already hit it. Yeah. And I don't think there's any turning back. So, boy, we live in interesting times. And, uh, you know, in this statement from Greg Abbott are the words lawless president. And uh, it can't be overstated. The man is a lawless president, a lawless tyrant. And you mentioned Romania. You know, we don't need to go down that road again, but uh, I bet the Ceausescu's wish they had played their cards differently on that particular day when they still thought they Ah. had power and ended up at the end Ah. of the firing squad. Beware, governors that don't take heed of the desires of their governed. You must have the consent of the governed, or that's how you end up. Or that is how you will end up. Yeah, you reap what you sow, Joe Biden, in these uh, criminals, Mayorkas. Literally a lawless president in a lawless administration. That Yeah, it's... And they told us, again, none of them have an oath of office, right? I mean... The point is that it has to be written and it has to be sworn. None of them have a sworn one. And and the part that kills me is Alejandro Mayorkas just didn't bother. The statute couldn't be more clear. And he just didn't bother to do it. What does that tell you? Who are they serving if they're not serving our nation? They're serving themselves and they're serving a different master. You can't serve two. Pick your team. And now we know. Yeah. Yeah. And now we know. And they're making it abundantly clear every single day by doing exactly that which proves they're tyrants and warmongers and they're bought and paid for. They're working for somebody else. And I would say that somebody else are international criminal bankers that own all the central banks around the world. That's why they profit from every single war and they love it. They just love the blood soaked earth. Todd, I can't thank you enough. Thanks so much for jumping on a day early with me today. Can you shout out, you know, whatever you want to, let's get, uh, we need to support you and all your great work. Yeah. Oh, you're so kind. Thank you for that. You find me most of the days now with Clout Hub, C-L-O-U-T-H-U-B.com. Um, and and th- this is about freedom. It's anonymity plus privacy equals freedom. It's a platform for you to use and enjoy. And you don't have to tell us anything about you because I don't want to know. We don't collect any data. We don't want your data. Um, what we do want is for you to come and share your views, your ideas in a marketplace of ideas an intellectually honest debate is how we built our country. We need to bring that back and do it again. And I would say, I'm not, I'm not uh, really even started on it yet, but I've been asked to write a book about um, the testimony to, to Croatia so that nations around this world can understand what happened, how it happened, and how to hold people accountable. So hopefully it'll be like a prosecutor's guide um, to rewriting our laws to protect people and make sure that our human and constitutional rights can never be voided. They can never be given away for exigent circumstances. And some rights are God-given. And, and no country has any authority. No man has any authority to take those away. So that's where you find me. Clouthub.com, Vax Choice, of course, and my law firm, Disabled Rights Advocates. Thank you for having me. Thank you for letting me get on my soapbox, Sean. 
Well, thanks for coming on. And uh, you make me laugh. Uh, in addition to all of the stuff you do every day, just uh, write a book now too, huh? Somebody asked <laughs> me to write a book. That's hilarious. <laughs> all right. Well, we look forward to uh, adding author to your uh, biography. As soon as that's done, we'll get you on and we'll publicize it. Todd, Todd thank oh. you so much. Appreciate your brother. <laughs> thank you, man. Always. Friends, thanks so much for tuning in. You know how much we love you. You can sense some joy coming out of our hearts here because it's not all bad news. In fact, today, I think we covered some very good news because there is a line in the Texas sand. And I think that's a very good thing. Friends, I'll remind you every single day for free. Check us out for free to get the antidote to corporate propaganda at sgtreport.com, thephaser.com, and thelibertymill.com. May God bless you and yours. Bye-bye. We do not have to give our children over just because they say so. We do not have to give our bodies over just because they say you're required to, or this is safe and effective and you can do it because we tell you to. We never have to give in just because they say so. We have the right to resist. We have a duty to repel the kingdom of darkness at every turn.